Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Corner. My name is Kyle Klish, and on this episode, I'm going to talk about the win the other night against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, you listen to this, this is a day after we had just played the Lakers. I am not going to really break down that, that game because it just wasn't a good game to watch. Uh, it was worth watching because we were close, sort of. The entire time, not necessarily close, but we were within striking distance, but we never actually got it, got to it. And then uh, later in this episode, I'm going to give you a preview for our next game. It's going to be against the Oklahoma City Thunder, New Year's Eve. It's going to be even more fun for me personally because I will be there. So anyway, let's go ahead and get started. I'm talking about the Dallas Mavericks against the Golden State Warriors. They beat them 141 to 121, slapped them. Uh, they improved at that point, 21 to 10. The Mavericks did 21 wins, 10 losses, and they were fourth in the Western Conference. Uh, was a really good game from a lot of people. Luca uh, played 30 minutes, only 30 minutes, eight of 16 from the field, so 50 percent. Five of eight from three-point territory, really good there, even better than 50 percent. 12 rebounds, 15 assists. That's a lot of assists. Two steals. It's a good amount of steals. It was just three turnovers. So highly efficient game from Luca. Ended with 31 points. So stat line of 31, 12, and 15. That's ridiculous. It was a huge triple double in only 30 minutes. Uh, great game from Luca that night. Tim Hardaway, I want to mention him, played only 23, 23 minutes, shot the ball of 9 of 13. 9 of 13, 6 of 8 from threes. Just ridiculous. Oh, and Luca, by the way, was ten, was a perfect 10 for 10 from free throw line. So, look, you got to love to see that. And then, yeah, Tim Hardaway ended up with 25 points himself. Great night from Tim. 6 of 8 from three-pointers, guys. That's, that is huge. And I'm going to bring it up now. Tim Hardaway, he was hurt against the Lakers. Not quite sure how serious it is, but he did not return back to the game after he was injured. So, not too good. Hopefully he comes back against the Thunder because he's basically our third player. Our, our third best player, I would say. Especially with points. Points, he might be second. He's... I mean, he's he's very important, so hopefully he comes back sooner rather than later. Porzingis played 26 minutes against the Golden State Warriors, 6 of 12 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3-pointers, 4 of 9, so that's really good. Made both his free throws, gotta love that. Only 7 rebounds, but granted 26 minutes, so not not crazy uh, uh, low, but ended up with 18 points, 4 blocks, huge, gotta love that, so... A solid game for Porzingis. Dwight Powell played uh, 24 minutes, shot the ball 4 or 5, made both his free throws, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Guy just does a little bit of everything, you know, these last couple of weeks. Ended up with 10 points himself, really nice. Then Dorian Finney Smith, he's been playing a lot better, like the last several weeks as well. Uh, 3 of 6 from the field, made his one three pointer, 1 of 1. May is one free throw, one of one. Only four rebounds, so that was probably the one stat that was a little unusual for Dorian Finney-Smith. But still, four rebounds, three assists. Uh, you know he played really good defense. Ended up with eight points. He was the only starter that didn't have double-digit points, but 
he definitely made up with other ways of playing the game. That's the story of Finney Smith. Moving on to the bench, Maxi Kleba played 21 minutes, 3 of 5 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3-pointers. Just seemed like everybody shot the 3-pointer pretty well. Um, 4 rebounds in 21 minutes, so not too bad. 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. Ended up with 8 points. Really good night from Maxi. Justin Jackson got some minutes the other night against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, he actually got some from the Lakers too, but we're, again, I'm not going to talk about the Lakers game much. Justin Jackson, 21 minutes against the Golden State Warriors, 3 of 9 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3-pointers, so not very good from 3-point territory for Justin Jackson. Made both his free throws, 5 rebounds, and ended up with 9 points. So uh, in the limited time that he played, he played okay, except for the 3-pointers, obviously. Uh, Boban, guys. There was a Boban sighting against the Golden State Warriors. Only two minutes, but he shot the ball three times. He missed all three times. Two of those being three-pointers. That was that would have been crazy if he had a three-pointer. That would have been awesome. But alas, he did not hit one. He he tried. Two, two of them hit. One of them almost went in, too. But, and that's it. He didn't do anything else. Just two minutes, of course, so... Can't expect too many good numbers from just two minutes of play time. Jalen Brunson played 12 minutes, one of two from the field, so he didn't shoot the ball that many times. Uh, two assists, though, one rebound, and uh, only ended up with two points. So a very quiet night from Jalen Brunson. DeLon Wright, oh, man, this guy, 22 minutes, six of seven from the field. Almost a perfect score for him. Perfect night for him. 6 of 7 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3-pointers. So the one shot he missed was a 3-pointer. Three, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. Once again, the guy gets at least 3 steals. It's awesome. And he got a block. The heck? <laughs> Ended up with 13 points. DeLon Wright is a sneaky guy. He's very good at getting those sneaky stats up there. So those steals, very good. Curry played 25 minutes, 5 of 13 from the field. So you knew he was going to shoot quite a bit against the Golden State Warriors with, you know, his brother being on the bench there. Uh, 4 of 11 from three-pointers, so pretty good. Not not terrible, not bad. Uh, made all three of his free throws. Of course, he's basically our best free throw shooter. Two steals, like that. Ended up with 17 points, so definitely provided a spark plug from off the bench as far as getting points up, and DeLon Wright, 13 points, so between both of them put together, 30 points. And then the accountant, Ryan Brokoff, played five minutes, uh, only took one shot, he missed it, but he picked up a rebound and a steal, so not too bad from the accountant. Overall, 48 of 92, it's good enough to be 52.2% from the field as a team, that's really, really good. 24 of 51 Three pointers, so ten more three pointers than I like than their normal normal amount, and definitely more than I like. But twenty four, it's good enough. Twenty four fifty one, it's good enough to be forty seven point one percent from three pointers. So really, really good there. And then the free throws, guys. Everyone made all their free throws. Twenty one of twenty one, a perfect one hundred percent. Just took care of their uh, shooting for sure. So that was definitely a good game. To watch, um, there was one bad thing. It was uh, what was it? Chris M. Chris from the Golden State Warriors when he pushed Luca. I mean that was uncalled for, and the guy should have been suspended. He should have been ejected at the very least. 
If not, he should have been suspended, you know, after the game. You know, the NBA should have looked at him and be like, you know what, There's that, that was uncalled for. There's no point, there's no reason for him to push Luka to, you know, the ground like that. You know, he could have hurt him, obviously. And there's there's no there's no reason for it. I don't care what the announcers say, like, oh, you know, this is tough basketball and whatever. And no, no, that 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 push, there was no reason. That was uncalled for, it was wrong. Now nah, like no. And and Luca's a superstar too, and it doesn't even matter whether he's a superstar or not. That's just it's wrong. Shouldn't anything like that, any that's that's terrible sportsman like conduct and that shouldn't be condoned or anything like that so you know Draymond Green laughing and all that like loving it and all that he's just he's an idiot that's all he is he's, he's a bum that's all they are, are bums over there so wanted to mention that I didn't like that uh, guys I'm going to take a quick break when I come back I'm going to give you a preview for that Thunder game so guys stay tuned <laughs> Alright then, welcome back to the Mavs Corner. Uh, on the first segment, I was talking about the win against the Golden State Warriors. I am not going to talk about the game against the Lakers because it was a really bad game. Uh, just briefly, the referees, they they were one-sided for sure. They were all from the Lakers. There was even a play where the, the ball would have gonna, was going to bounce out of bounds, but it hit the ref. And because it did, it stayed in bounds, and the Lakers got it, and they they scored a fast break point or fast break shot. So they quite literally had a sixth player on the court, as in you know the Lakers had had the referees backing them up, and then they weren't calling uh, fouls uh, fairly. I mean, Luca was getting beat up, and he wasn't getting enough free throw shots. It just it, it wasn't good. It was a terrible terrible deal. Uh, so whatever, just, it's, that's a game that you just gotta kind of throw away, guys, you gotta wash away, you know, just like the Toronto Raptors game, just gotta let it go, just forget about it, like, that's a game that's, Luca and everyone else, they didn't seem like they were in it, it was the second game of back-to-back, granted, the Lakers were on a back-to-back too, but they were at home, and they had the referees to help them out too, I think any team should be able to win the game if their referees are gonna help them out, so... Uh, anyway, that's the extent that I'm going to talk about that. Now I want to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder because that is going to be the Dallas Mavericks next game. That is going to be tomorrow. You're listening to this uh, on the 30th. So this game is going to be on New Year's Eve. Uh, so the Thunder, they've been doing pretty well recently. Um, they've won like four of their last five. In fact, they won last night against the Toronto Raptors barely. Uh was like 97, 98, something, 98 to 97, something like that. So they're doing pretty good. Um, so let's talk about them and how they're doing. Uh, as far as injury report, Danilo Gallinari, uh, he, they say that he's going to miss at least the next three games. That was on the 26th. So... Oh, yeah, he's going to miss the next games through December 29th. So he might be back for New Year's Eve. That's great. Um, Roberson, uh, not sure about him. 
Schroeder, uh, he is uh, he was out against the Toronto Raptors. Something to do with his ankle, so we're not sure about him. They don't really tell you nothing about these guys, whether they're going to be playing or not. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, kind of hope Gallinari doesn't play because that guy, he can be a flamethrower and the shooter as, as well. So um, my my guess is that they'll, they'll be playing against the Dallas Mavericks because uh, it's the Dallas Mavericks. So um, let's check out their team stats. All right, so as far as their pace, let's got to look at their pace first and foremost. So they play a really slow pace. They're 25th in the league. Uh, Mavericks, they were up there, I think they were 19th last I looked. So I think the Mavericks are a little bit quicker pace team, which is good. Um, so seeing that as the Thunder are a slow pace team, it doesn't surprise me to see that they are ranked 29th in the league as far as field goal attempts. Yeah, they attempt the almost the least amount of field goals, but that's just because they play a slow pace game. However, they are 6th in the league. They are sixth in the league as far as field goal percentage, 46.9%. So they can shoot the ball pretty well overall. Now, <clears throat> three-pointers, they're not that great. Three-point percentage, they're 24th in the league at 34.4%. So that's good. I like that. Hopefully the Mavericks can take advantage of that because the Mavericks are a pretty decent three-point shooting team. Uh, however, the Thunder, they are really good at two-point percentage shots. They are fifth in the league as far as... Two-point percentage at 50, 53.5%. So when they're, I mean, that's just it. They're really good at that. They're also 14th in the league as far as two-point attempts. So they definitely attempt more, attempt quite a bit of uh, two-pointers compared to three-pointers. They attempt about 29 three-pointers, uh, 29.4 a game. So not looking to the, for them to score a bunch from three-pointers, but definitely mid-range, down low. We'll see what happens. They got Steven Adams. Maybe he's playing a part into it. Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, of course. That, that's probably going to be our number one guy to watch for, that and Chris Paul. Depending on Danilo Gallinari and Schroeder, too, if they're playing. Uh, they're pretty good at getting to the free-throw line. They are sixth in the league as far as free-throw attempts, and that's saying something because... They're one of the slower paced teams, so they they know how to get to the free throw line. They're pretty good at the free throw line. They're eighth in the league, uh, seventy nine point four percent from the free throw line. So, uh, well, gotta watch out for that. Uh, Mavericks are pretty good as far as not fouling the other team, so long as the referees don't you know go one sided with the game like they did against you know with the Lakers. Um. They're not a good rebounding team. Again, that could play a part into how fast they play the game. Obviously, the slower you play the game, the less rebounds you're going to get, of course. So that might play a part into it. Uh, let's see what other stats. Let's talk about the opponent stats against the Thunder. As far as opponent stats against the Thunder, shoot, the Thunder, they're really good at defending the three-pointers. Um, opponents are only shooting 33.6% from three-point territory. That puts Oklahoma fifth in the league in the league as far as defending three-pointers. So they're pretty good at that. They're also really good at not allowing three-pointers, only allowing opponents to shoot 30.5 a game. So 
that's interesting. Pretty sure the Mavericks are gonna are gonna break that, but whether or not that's good, we'll see what happens. Uh, the Thunder, they're kind of a middle of the road. I mean, literally are middle of the road as far as defending two pointers, fifteenth uh, in the league, so fifty-two point one percent. Hopefully, Luca can drive into the lane uh, more. He didn't really do it too much against the Lakers, and when he did, he usually passed the ball out a bunch of times, and they turned the ball over a bunch of times, so hopefully he drives in there and puts these layups up. I mean, floaters and all that, that's his bread and butter. That's that's what put that's what makes him super elite, so hopefully he does that. Hopefully he feels a little bit better. Um, he got a little banged up. Uh, now, for some reason... Against the Thunder, the opponents shoot really good from free throw territory. Uh, free throw territory, free throw line. They uh, shoot eighty percent from free throw line. So when they play the Thunder, they they seem to be shooting pretty good. It's good. So hopefully, uh, Luca gets to the free throw line. Uh, Thunder don't really put the opponents to the free throw line too often, though. They're third in the league in that category, only allowing their opponents to shoot nineteen free throws a game. Hopefully, Luca can turn that stat around and get to the free throw line, I don't know, 10 times like the, you did against the Golden State Warriors and do 10 for 10. That'd be great. Uh, as far as rebounds, they only allowed their opponents to get 45 rebounds. I say only. That's not, I mean, that's a decent amount. So opponents are generally out-rebounding the Thunder by two and a half. So that's good. Hopefully Porzingis has a monster rebound night. That'd be great. And yeah, I think that's about it as far as their stats there. Offensively, they are rated 17th in the league. And defensive rating, they are 14th in the league. So they're a little bit better defensive team than they are offensively. But as you can tell, as you can tell from what I just said, 17th offensively, 14th. 14th defensively. They're basically the middle of the road team. So um, definitely not a weak team. And like as I mentioned a few minutes ago, they've been on a hot streak lately. They just beat the Raptors by one point. So we need to watch out for that. Um, particularly, I mentioned Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So let's look at his stats. He's shooting the three-pointers. Uh... 35.4%, so about league average. Attempting 3.6 a night, so I want to watch out for that. Gallinari, that's the guy. If he's playing, guys, he attempts seven three-pointers a night, and he's making 39.5%. So definitely need to watch out for him. He's definitely their three-point specialist. Even Dennis Schroeder, the guy he's uh, attempting 5.1. That's their second-place dude as far as attempting three-pointers. His free uh, three-point percentage is 34.6, so a little bit below average, but not too bad. So, I mean, if both those guys are not playing, great, but um, they're still a capable team. I mean, they didn't have either of those guys, I think, against the Raptors, and they still won. So, I mean, they've got Chris Paul. The guy can dish out assists. I believe he's still doing that decently. Yeah, decently, six and a half a game. Shea Gilgis-Alexander averaging 19.4 points a game. Gallinari, 18. Schroeder, 18.4. Uh, 
yeah, 18.4. Chris Paul, 16.3. Steven Adams, 11.7. I mean, they's, they've got so many people that can score a pretty a decent amount. And then we mentioned the free throws. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 80.6% from free throw line. Chris Paul, 90.2. Danilo Gallinari, 90.3. Schroeder, 82.5. I mean, these guys just can really hit their free throws. But then Steven Adams, 48.8. So hit him, man. <laughs> Make him go to the free throw line. Nerlens Noel, 80.6. Abdul Nadar, Nadir, 80%. Mike Muscala, 90%. I mean... They're a pretty good free throw shooting team. So keys to this game for the Mavericks, uh, to you know specifically for the Thunder, is to not foul them and to switch their stats as far as three-pointers. That would be the Mavericks to hit their three-pointers at a high level. That would be really, really good. And for Luka to be able to drive into the lane and make those floaters and get to the free throw line. That, to me, would be the deal. Also would be to limit the turnovers. They turned the ball over quite a bit against the Lakers, so hopefully they clean up that mess. This would be a really good game for the Mavericks to win. Uh, uh, last game uh, in 2019, start the season uh, 2020 start the 2020 year correctly so that would be nice uh, big game big game and i'll be there so if you guys want to tweet at me that'd be great and yeah that's going to do it for me so as always thank you for listening to the mavs corner as always you can follow the podcast on twitter on instagram at mavs corner as always send me a comment a question or a shout out you know if you're there great i'll you know i'll definitely wave to you or whatever um and like I said, as always, thank you for listening to Maps Corner and, you know, just wash away the Lakers game. Remember the Golden State game and hopefully we win this game against the Thunder. It'll be a huge win. So guys, have a good day.